In for the Night is a podcast that discusses movies, random topics, and gives you an excuse to just stay in for the what night. What are you laughing for? <laughs> <laughs> you have to say the intro with a straight, clear face. Like no I can't when you, it's like you're annoying. And I'm, I'm not doing anything. Why that, are you that tone of voice, on me? everybody, this this is what I have to deal with. I'm sitting here ready and I'm like waiting for him to click the button to like record. And I'm just like staring at the computer screen and he doesn't do it and he doesn't do it. And then I look over at him. He's just staring at me and he's like, are you ready? And I'm like, bitch, I hate you. <laughs> Y'all know that's a damn lie because I and then not he's do anything like, like I was just about to push record. And the first thing you would say is I hate you. And I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of shit we're See? selling. See, and that couldn't work. You know, I hate you. And then in for night is a podcast that discusses <laughs> movies random topics and gives me excuse to just take actually that might work I might, we could try it next time when i annoy you for the first time because i don't know you ever that's a lie hey hi. let the people be the judge hi my name's katie and i'm an alcohol wait this is the wrong <laughs> <laughs> wrong group just kidding, no, just kidding. as i drink my wine as she chugs her wine <laughs> Hi, I am Lur. I'm really proud of us. We said our names within the first like. We don't have to though. Not everyone does that. And yes, we're supposed to because what happens if somebody's like, "Ooh, in for the night." I'm gonna listen to this episode first, and then we don't say our names the entire time, and they're like, "I don't." Ooh, know. We'll say it. I don't know like, who these fuckers are. Mid or like 10 at the end. In. Oh yeah, my name's. <laughs> or at the end, yes. We don't have to say it in the very beginning. Like. You know? Maybe want to see. Maybe want to keep them intrigued because some people are like, well, I like it, but they haven't said their names yet, and they're like, hmm, I want to know what their names are, and they keep listening. Just so I can curse somebody, like to know who to like specifically curse. Right? There you go. <laughs> see, so we need to, we need to take a chill pill on the names sometimes. Doesn't hurt. Once one's in a blue moon, let's keep them on their toes. Okay. Okay. All right. Glad we're on the same page. Are you conducting this meeting? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, I am the oldest, so of course I'm conducting You're old this as meeting. fuck. I am. I'm old as debt. 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 Dirty, dirty boy. How was your week? <sighs> dirty boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I not do that. <laughs> Good. Uh, well, it's going to be a fun Two weeks, I would say, because I have to work 14 days straight. You're almost done with your so, first week. So. I'm almost done with the first week. Now I'm, but I I got some breaks in between. I had to use some of my vacation days, so I just threw them in there randomly and threw them in for when she goes on her Lima trip, and Woo-hoo. so it, it works out. Like I'm not working. I'm still working 14 straight, but like the days that are doubles, it's not. Some of them aren't actual doubles; they're only singles. So that's a good thing. But, and I gave away Thursday, I think. Yeah, next Thursday. To oh, yeah. so total? Huh? No, oh. not total. Just afternoon. Oh, so I'll only work midnight next Thursday when you leave. Or day before. So, yeah, it's not too bad. But it's just going to be a... That's going to be a rough two weeks. You know, working 14 straight. I don't think I have a day off technically in between. I try to get one, but my job didn't let me so whatever it's all good though and then after that i'll be off for a seven it'll be party and i might join wifey and Lima. i don't know yet i think you should but if you don't it's fine i mean just depends on if i can get them protected or protected <laughs> if i can get them pet guard um, a guard yeah how was your week good worked i have been reading a lot lately yeah you have your brain's and like this big 
I am obsessed with this new series. It's called, like, the first book is called uh, Court of Ro- Roses and Thorns. Look at me. A <laughs> uh, Court of Thorns and Roses. That's what it is. And it's really good. It's fairy-esque, fae-esque. It's very interesting. Is there a, a series? It's a series. So I'm on the third book. So the first book was like 400 pages. The second book was 600 pages. Now I'm on the 700-page book. But then the next book is like only 300 pages. <laughs> that so not make any sense. Why is it 400? Well, because 300, 400, this one... For for this one specifically, and I've noticed in a lot of books that if you if it's like based on a war, so right now we're having a war in the book I'm reading right now. I can't remember the name, but it's war books are longer, so mm. it is what it is. Facts of life. But yeah, I'm reading it and I'm happy. And I was trying to finish it before I went to Lima, but I might not. I like, guess you gotta take it with you. Yeah, but it's a big book, and then I'm like, I'm not trying to do a checked bag. I'm just trying to do carry on. So. I don't want to have like. Well, guess you're gonna be out of your book for ten days. I might just add it to my Kindle and limit it on my phone. See, there you go. Solutions. There's ways around it. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to Lima this week. It's like a work abroad trip, so we're gonna be working in Lima um, and doing exploring. I w- I'm gonna get a tattoo. I think if I can find a tattoo artist what there. What do you mean you think? Well, just I messaged a done. few people, and I'm like, yo, do you take in walk-ins? But they've never responded, and I think it's because I'm English speaker the, what will they speak in lima spanish oh is anyone going that speaks spanish yeah well there you go but anyway so i told uh, my friend Kay, if you're listening yeah she's like yeah let's do it let's get like all llamas. the tattoos um Paws? llamas oh but i was like i want the flower like so the peruvian flower so it's cute i want to well, get an australia one so yeah now you gotta get a Lima one. You got a Korea, t- like I got a bunch of Korean tattoos. Yeah, every Ch- country you go to, you got to get Australia. something that symbolizes. Yeah, that's why I like the flowers, like black and white flowers. I love black and white tattoos. Black and white flowers? What do you mean? Like, There's a black and white flower? No, just like the flower in oh. black and white. Wow, you're struggling. <laughs> I was like, I've never seen a black and white flower. It's pretty awesome. I mean, there's black and white orchids. I mean, if you food color them when they're growing. You can black and white them. I think if you put food coloring... Just take Canada, a white one and just punch it a bunch of times, and then it'll be black and white. Okay, aggressive. <laughs> Jesus. Moving on. That was a joke. God. Okay. No, aggressive. So, what's our movie, Lur? Uh, what is it? National Lampoon's Van Wilder. <laughs> I made you say it. Ha, 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 ha. I have to do everything, so I'm not like... Okay, rude. Okay, rude. All right, there's a dog on my lap, so y'all got to take a shot. Uh Uh-oh. Damn, only seven minutes in. I think this is, like, the latest it's ever been. Usually, it's, like, right off the bat. She's stopped playing with Arrow. Yeah. He keeps on getting fucking ticks. Yeah, he does. But National Lampoon's Van Wilder. Lampoons. Lampoon. Lampoons. Lampoons. Poon. Pumas. Do your job, sir. Jeez, 2002. Holy. It's old. It's... Yeah, this years. is the right one, right? 20 years old, babe. That movie is 20, 20 years, years old. old. Mm-hmm. My I didn't even think about me. that. It is 20 years old. So, yeah, National Lampoon's Van Wilder came out in 2002. It's a comedy romance. Uh, we have 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Zoles. We got, oh, wow, that's super low. 18% on Rotten Potatoes. 
Jeez, I think that's been the lowest. <laughs> wow, I think the dog comment was the, the that tipping point. That has been the lowest right oh there. Oh, my God. One out awful. of five on common sense <laughs> something or whatever that is. But, saving grace, 76% like this movie out of Google users. So, ha. I think it's like the people who want to remember it as like a good movie, but... It is a good movie, so quit being a hater. Um, synopsis. Penis peni. He's the biggest man on campus. He's the boss with the sauce. Ooh. Hey. Boo-boo, hey. hey, kitty fuck. He's the guy all the girls want and all the guys want to be. I almost read that completely wrong. The guys want him too, so let's be real. Yeah, wouldn't doubt it. Because in a collegiate jungle, there can only be one king, and at Coolidge College, it's Van Wilder. In the grand tradition of comedy classics like National Lampoon's Animal House and National Lampoon's Vacation and National Lampoon's Van Wilder will charm you, uh, move move you, and gross you out. That is true. Um, <laughs> release date is April 5th, 2002. Director is Walt Beaker. Beaker? Um, <laughs> Saying it twice makes it better. Play is David Wagner and Brant Goldberg. Budget was only it says six million, comma five million. So I don't know which one was which. I wish you would say like the box office. That's stupid. Um. Anyway, we got Ryan Reynolds as Van Wilder. We have Tara Reid as Gwen Pearson. Cal Penn as Taj Mahal Bangladesh or something like that. <laughs> That's literally his name, Taj Mahal Bangladesh. Oh, is it? That's. Oh, <laughs> I, it just says bad, so I couldn't see what the rest of that was. I didn't know if it was Bangladesh or something. It's else. something similar to that. And then we got Tim Matheson as Vance Wilder Sr., David Crossgrove as Richard Bag, and T-Money Holmes as Hutch, and last but not least, Alex Burns as Gordon. Yeah, Van Wilder. All right, let's get into this movie. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. You always choose these like funny movies, but they're like weird. They're awesome. Like everyone loves Van. When you Wilder. made me watch Super Troopers, I didn't make you watch it. Yeah, Super did. Troopers is a classic, but this is funnier than Super Troopers. Okay, so of course they chose the best person for Van Wilder. They did. You have to have a certain je ne sais quoi. I don't think it. anyone else could have played Van Wilder as good as my man Ryan Reynolds did. RR. Yo, I'm. we're still butthurt that you didn't show up to our wedding, dude. Yeah, we are. Not like, that. I sent you a two, three-month invite. I was like, man, it would be dope if he just randomly showed up. I knew you were free because I stalked you. You know what? You can make it up to us if you guest starred on our podcast that would that would be a huge makeup rr aka ryan reynolds aka deadpool aka, AKA van, van wilder, wilder. <laughs> that was on play <laughs> aka uh green lantern green no, lantern he wants to forget that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm reminding it of him <laughs> aka wade wilson yeah wade wilson oh yeah uh from deadpool, deadpool. <laughs> aka the enemy of Francis. <laughs> Ajax. Ajax. <laughs> what else? What other shit has he been? <laughs> He's been in a think. lot of stuff. I just don't uh, know his AKA, other names and waiting and shit like that. Uh, Andrew from The Proposal with Sandra Bullock. 
I haven't seen that on thing. That's really good. That's a good one. Mm, it's a romantic like sketch, rom-com. Sketch. Rom-com. Yeah, you like romantic stuff. Not everybody likes romantic stuff. But it's Ryan Reynolds. Or you just like and it's with Sandra Bullock. So it's stuff. like perfect because they're both awkward and then they're together and they're awkward together and it makes magic. It has Betty White in it. And Whoopi Goldberg? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever makes your boat. Sure. <laughs> floats your boat. Uh, so this movie, let's dig into it. Okay, so we enter. Uh, first and foremost, as soon as the movie started, you said something funny. Do you remember what you said? Fuck no. <laughs> I've slept since then. <laughs> i slept since then. <laughs> Fuck no. It's such an old movie. <laughs> You said that. No, you literally said it. Oh, my God. I forgot. It's such an old movie. Like, you were watching it, and you're in the kitchen, and it was I don't know. I remember saying that. Was yep. I drunk? No. <laughs> Obviously not. I was going to work. <laughs> I was like, I, I like how you're thinking about, like, no? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> uh... I mean, you can tell by the <laughs> graphics of the movie. It's, like, super old. So the first, beginning of this movie, you kind of get the school feel. Everybody's chilling, playing frisbee in the backyard, like the backyard, the quad. Uh, you have the security guy. We will talk a little bit more about him <laughs> later. Uh, but the security guy parks, and then he looks up, and there's a kid about to jump. No, that is not the first part of it, ma'am. The first part of it is when he's getting his suit measured. Oh, his pants measured. His pants measured. And, and it's acting like the woman is, is giving him head Johnson. But she is sucking on a sucker. And all the commentary leads to her giving him head Johnson. <laughs> Pro. Look at me. Look at me. Look in the eyes. Pro. <laughs> <laughs> That's awkward if she was sucking his dick. All right. We got another dog in my lap. Take a and shot. almost exactly, oh, almost exactly seven minutes in again. So maybe. So take another shot. So just get prepared. Every seven minutes, you're going to just have to take a shot, okay? You guys are going to be wasted. Yeah, I'm going to be hammered. So this is going to be the longest one Yeah, ever. we're going to make this one two hours long, <laughs> so y'all can be drunky poos. But okay, so true. But then that's when he got rid of his pants, and then he, the, the then we have the jumper. Yeah. We got a jumper! And <laughs> the, the security guard. That security oh, guard has been in. Oh. Another dog in my lap. Damn, I guess I lied. That was only 25 sorry. seconds. Sorry. Stop not licking sorry. the mic. So you know, I have to take another shot. So that's right. three down. No more. Three no down. More. No more puppies. No more puppies. Um, Sorry about that, folks. So this is when Ryan Reynolds gets up to the top and he starts talking to the jumper timmy oh the jumper <laughs> he's like my name's not timmy <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so he just starts talking <laughs> like i just broke down one thing uh don't be a fool stay in school <laughs> i like when he's like call me nuts <laughs> call me nuts i can't remember <laughs> what he said out there he's like you gotta you gotta have it here and here and he's touching him on the heart in the back of his Hey, and the guy's like, uh, because he probably was touching his penis at some point. And he's just naked from the waist down. <laughs> and he turns around. He's like, just look at Coolidge. And the guy's like, fuck this and jumps off. And he turns around. He's he like, Timmy, Timmy. <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> but he jumps in and the guys got saved. Yeah. I mean, OK, so let's talk about the logistics of this. So he's jumping from a second story building. That is more than likely not going to kill you. If he jumped head first, it could. He did not. How did, yeah, because he wanted to live, babe. Obviously, he jumped onto like the He just little, wanted attention. He want, He jumped on the bed thing or whatever the hell that was. Like the, the little, little bungee thing. 
trampoline thingy thing. But that just made me laugh because I was like, if you're going to choose to jump from a building, make sure it's like at least 10 Maybe that floors. was the only one he can get on. I think that was like the dorm rooms or something. He obviously couldn't go to like a taller building where there was a bunch of teachers and then crawl to the top. Oh, you could if you really wanted to. I don't think so. But, but he gets saved. He does Because Van Wilder is the nuts. Is the shit? He's the nuts. No, because he had his shit hanging out. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go move forward. Okay, so nice. Ben Wilder has been in school for seven years, and now he he's looking for an assistant. <laughs> like, he's, I don't understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's looking for an assistant, and so him and his friend, who I really never really learned his name. Hutch, I just said it. I know, but like, until the end, he said Hutch at the end, but we never introduced him. they said throughout. We just... Didn't pay attention. So they had like interview these people, and then like uh, the one super energetic dude who's like a cheerleader. The cheerleader guy. And then there's like this old dude who has like a toupee on and really white teeth. And no, do not know who that old dude is. He's from Chip. I don't know what that is. The motorcycle cop TV show that was like on for ages. I have never seen it. Oh my god! You were sheltered as a child. Even I know that, and I never even watched it. It's Chip. That's why they had him on there because he's like, like super well known. But anyway, oh, okay. <laughs> and he's trying to be that an like, assistant to a like a twenty-five <laughs> to a, yeah, year old college guy. Uh, uh, they were like, that's why he was like, I don't think you're qualified, for, or I think you're too qualified, or some shit like that. And he's like, what? Like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> he was like so butthurt. But yeah, that's he's like. Big time. Anyway, keep and then, I like the final one, Taj Mahal. What about the the, the, the woman man oh. thing? Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Because uh, it was like gorgeous woman, gorgeous looking woman sits down. They're like, oh, hey, what's up? And it's like, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> and they're just like in shock. <laughs> and then like they do the, they do the, what is that? The, um, the leg cross from... Fishing? No, it's a uh, uh, what's her name? It's the freaking when the girl's sitting like she's getting interviewed by the cop and she has her legs crossed. Yeah, she's it's wearing Pulp a white. Fiction. It's not Pulp Fiction, and one hundred percent because I've seen that movie. I've never oh, seen fuck. Pulp Fiction. Uh, I almost had it. It's it's an, uh, on the tip of my brain. Oh. We'll figure it out. Yeah, someone's gonna. Anyway, so this that same scene is in Deadpool. It is. It is. Oh. Uh, is it? No, it's not Mackay Fire. It's not Pfeiffer. Never mind. I don't know. We'll think of it. It'll pop into our heads later on. But yeah. So then they get one more interview after they're done. Steve, and it's uh, Taj Mahal, Bangladesh. Taj Mahal, Bangladesh. Which Taj Mahal is actually. That's a uh, like a building. Okay. So we're just going to work back. So the girl in Sphere. Uh, uh, 1998 film. Cannot believe I cannot remember. Her name is Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone, yes. And she was in movies. Uh, oh, Basic like, Instinct. Basic. I knew it was something like that. How could I not remember that? Yes, Basic Instinct. Awesome. Yeah. I figured it out. Sharon Stone. So Sharon Stone, Basic Instinct. 
I'm sorry, I said Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that was the only what is thing, wrong with you, ma'am? That was the only thing that came to mind. You should be, like, cursed right now. Probably am. Probably. Cursed by a rabbi. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we get Taj Mahal, and I like him because he's just, like, very proper in the beginning. And then he's like, my he goal, loose. I want to be a muff muncher. Like, <laughs> Teach me the arch of muff diving. Yeah, oh, teach you the art of muff diving. He's like, I, wanna, I want a pink taco. I want a pink taco. I want to air dry that shit. <laughs> that shit's so fucking. I love Taj. He said a lot of stuff that a I. Lot of stuff. I feel like I blocked out because I was like, "Holy shit, do people actually say this?" No, I've, I've never heard that. Pink taco, I've heard, but pink taco and muff muncher, I've heard. Mu- yeah, I've heard that, but the rest of them, I haven't heard. I can't remember what he was saying that he wanted to like spank, spank something. He said a lot of stuff. And but like, he got the job. Yeah, he got it. Which is great. And so we got Taj, we got Hutch, we got Van Wilder. Um, and so we kind of move on when uh, Van Wilder goes to class, I guess, and he parks his little go-kart. In the guy's McDougal's. McDougal's parking spot. And he gets really upset. And then the security guard pulls out a gun. The security guard for college hey, pulls out a gun. Maybe this college has gun shit happening all the time. Stop looking at me. And she loves you. I like how she does it again. <laughs> oh. oh, look. Another seven minutes. Lala licked me. You guys have to take a shot. Yeah, take a shot. Um, so, because this is college, like about a college, and col- what you do in college is like you just get wasted. So we're just gonna get you wasted in this episode, so you don't remember the rest of it. Yeah. Oops, excuse me. Wow, How are you feeling after like ten? Yeah. Shots? So now uh, <laughs> this is what shot number four now. Four. So, yeah. Yeah. Should be feeling good. Yeah. Should be feeling pretty pretty spicy. Pretty saucy. Pretty sass. <sighs> so yeah college security guy has a gun points it at mcdougall and i like how the teacher doesn't even get scared he like didn't even think he anything a of six it six shooter out and he's a security a six shooter it was a it was a pi- rifle it was a, oh, it, wasn't. it was a pistol pistol uh i can't remember it was like the back then that was like the police issued pistol uh beretta there we go it was a beretta he pulled out a pretty spiffy pistol there okay whatever Anyway, yeah, that bothered me a lot. Why would he have a gun? Usually they have a taser and maybe a stick, but that's it. A baton? Sure. <laughs> a stick. <laughs> a wooden stick? I mean, guys need to play with something. I don't know. They have their own stick to play with. Sometimes it's not as fun. It's just a wow. Wow. <laughs> not everybody's well endowed, babe. Yeah, including me. It's an acorn. It's an acorn. <laughs> it's an acorn. If you have not listened to the other episodes, it's the one where Naruto and Kakashi and Mike Guy were talking about their penises or penis. And one of them got called an acorn. And he's like, it looks like an acorn. <laughs> Jesus, that's sad. Oh, anyway, let's continue. So Van Wilder is throwing a party and his dad shows up because he found out that Van Wilder. It was his seventh year of 39000 for oh, that's tuition. That's a lot of money. That's like a th- one semester for me. That is, for seven years to spend that, like that's way over a hundred grand and uh, nothing to prove for it. Damn near pushing 200 grand. 40, way. 40, 40. 
Yeah, that's over 200 grand. Holy it's shit. Like a quarter of a million dollars. <sighs> Unschooled that he didn't even get credit. <laughs> I mean, he has credits and he's only 18 shy, which is only really a semester. So, right. A tough semester, but. I took 21 credits in my. Yeah, because you're a machine. So, mm. I cannot. I took the minimum, which is what, 14, I think? 14 or 15, something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. That's been a long time. We're old now. And so pretty much his dad cuts him off. And that's kind of how we get into the plot. Van Wilder is looking to get earn money. To stay in school. To stay in school. So that is where the plot is. And that's where we kind of get an idea of like how. All the shenanigans start the sh- happening. Yeah. So he's kind of freaking out and he's like, I need money, I need money. And so he these... tries to fire Taj, which Taj is like, fuck no, I'll do this shit for free. Because yeah, Taj stood, is a sweetheart. He stood by him. He did stand by him and actually saved his ass a lot of times too. Yeah, because that's what your assistant's supposed to do. Um, and so then these these really smart kids, I forgot what they're from. Um, I, Feta, Iota or whatever. Yeah, Iota, something like that. But they have uh, unibrows. Unibrow, dude. And <laughs> it's... <laughs> I used to have a unibrow. Seriously? Well, I mean, when I was younger, I didn't know how to take care of myself, and I had, like... Same. That's why I didn't shower. No, you just were lazy. Yeah, that's true. I just figure better things to do than shower, so... If you smell like (laughs) doo-doo... I didn't. I put deodorant on and stuff. shampoo. I didn't didn't have hair. Oh, yeah, I did. That's why I went bald. Anywho. Because you dyed your hair honey blood. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I wish I had pictures. I, I really has would, to have pictures. I want to see this honey blonde. I need to ask her if she can find some. Do you ever pictures. like wonder if you didn't dye your hair, would you been would you be bald? Yeah, I wonder that every fucking day. <laughs> er day. Er day. Okay, so these very smart dudes come up to Van Wilder and they're like, hey, I'll pay you to throw a party for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, okay. And so that's where the whole like, oh, party liaison. No, that's... no, 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 no. Oh my no. God, you're getting so technical on this movie. Skipping apart, ma'am. That's when Tara Reed's boss asked her to get the Van Wilder story. She goes to this party he didn't want to talk to her in the beginning. So she goes to this party, finds out that from those two guys, because he hooked them up with women, that he threw a party and they paid him. So then she goes back and posts it in the... Thank you for the rundown. Freaking thingy-mabob. The school paper. Sort of, yes. It is a school paper. It's just a paper paper. No, it's a school paper. Every oh, school has a school paper. Really? Yeah. Every college has a school paper? Yeah, mine did. So I thought she... so. That her like she works for the school then technically she works for the school paper like you can it's like a club you join you don't get paid for it oh yeah because she goes to school there yeah she's a student oh that makes sense that I was like why would a fucking you have not known that mm-mm, no mm-mm, nope yeah my friend uh, Jay she she worked for like the yearbook and the paper I I forgot about that that makes sense now nice look at you you're so smart. So, yeah. Intelligence has nothing to do with that. It does. It does. (laughs) It just has awareness. Maybe I don't have that then. You really don't. I mean, I You will stare at the sun. (laughs) I need to get my fix for my eyes. I used to do that when I was younger. It helps me see better. It does not. Or blinds me. (laughs) (laughs) Never the twain shall meet. (laughs) 
just love staring at the sun. It's so bright and beautiful. Stop doing that. <laughs> what is that bright thing? In the so sky? a little throwback story for this is I found out from my mom when I was like older, obviously, but when I was a baby, like a baby, baby, like almost an infant, she told me I would be laying in the crib and she would come into the room and catch me staring at the sun. And then she'd be like, no, like, don't do that. She'll put a blanket over my face and I'll just pull it off and stare at the sun again. <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking and I didn't no, know No, I that. literally stared at the sun when I was a kid. <laughs> she told me. That. I did not know you I did really that. really like the sun. And now I fucking hate the sun. So <laughs> It's like the sun is so bright to me now. Like, I have to wear Because you damaged your retinas <laughs> for so long. <laughs> I don't know how long I looked at the sun or how many years I did it, but I would stare at the sun. I think you were trying to blind yourself. Probably. (laughs) It's like, I hate life. (laughs) You're just a baby. (laughs) Yeah. Train him so young. I know. (laughs) Got to get him young nowadays, you know? Get him going down the right path. I've been joking about that, and I did not know that was like. Dead serious. I did not know. Either my mom or my brother told me, but I think it was my mom. She told me. You're special. That's why I need sunglasses. Like, my eyes are super sensitive to the sun. Because you (laughs) stared at it for years. Like, even this is kind of bright. I mean, I don't need need sunglasses, but it's pretty bright. Um, Fun. Okay, so now then we get to this point oh yeah, now he's a party liaison and he was all pissed off at first that she kind of that he that she we put have him to back up sorry oh, pause so before he gets this party li- liaison situation mm-hmm. he has a couple ideas so he goes to the student account lady to help him oh yeah to delay his uh payments <laughs> because he still owes like five thousand dollars and um he Goes and she's he's like can we can we figure something out and he's kind of like hitting on her and she's like what are you trying are you trying to seduce me and this lady is not cute not at all like her teeth are messed up she had a wig on that she pulled off put it in his lap I feel bad yeah I feel bad for him too <laughs> I mean it's technically legal he is oh older like over eighteen so I mean yeah he's like twenty something twenty six twenty seven. No, seven years, 18 to well, 18 plus. So he should have been 25? 25, 26. Oh, yeah, I guess that's right. Um, so that was gross. A little bit. He comes out <laughs> the room and he's just like. Shocked. He, he feels like very <laughs> violated. Like, oh, you can either drop off the check or mail it. Mail it! Mail it! And Taj is like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> oh, my God. And then they go to a strip club. And they think of this idea. Do you remember what the idea is? Yeah, topless tutors. That's actually a very smart idea. And that's when topless tutors was born. That's a that's a line from in there. Holding your mouth shut and she's not liking it. She doesn't mind. You're just um, touching her. Yeah, literally we can abuse this dog and she would just She's just it. wagging her tail. Look at her. Um yeah, that's take when topless tutor yeah, take a shot. She's topless in her tutors. Lap. And so that's that's leading up, okay. And so now Tara Reed, whose name is Gwen in the movie, is like, "Oh, I need an interview." And he's like, "Okay, interview. It's a date." And she's like, "It's not a date." And he comes back and he says, "It's a date." 
most he's like all dates are uh, interviews all interviews are dates no all no all, all dates, dates are, are interviews yeah all dates interviews all first dates are interviews as he says and so after she wrote that the paper he gets the job of party liaison and to be honest that's like a really hard job to come naturally to you and he already has it set up so if he goes into the real world he could be like a pr rep or something he would be a fucking millionaire because like people love people there's a lot of party animals out there and if he just basically threw badass parties for people they would pay him ridiculous amounts of money true like he would be a fucking multi-millionaire um if he got out into the real world in this movie um so yeah he oh yeah oh then after she posts that in a newspaper everybody is blowing up his phone. He, like, Taj has, like, three phones, and he's just, like, answering, like, and they're bam, all bam, flip bam. phones. And they're all flip phones, because this is early 2000s, people. 2002. Think of it. Where was I in 2002? I, I was in high school still. I was a so. sophomore. I was a... Senior. No, I graduated in 2004, so I was a sophomore. I was a freshman then. Yeah, you're a freshman. Yeah, I was a sophomore. Uh, I graduated in 04. But yeah, so no, I'm one year behind you because I graduated in 05. Yeah, so you, if I was sophomore, you're a freshman, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Don't want your love. Um, so yeah, then uh, he opens it because he slammed the door in her face at first, and he opens it back up. He's like, "Let's go for a walk," and he like basically tells her that what she did was kind of fucked up. That he didn't do it for the he did it for the money, but that wasn't like the whole reason. He actually did it to help them out because like they're really cool people. He said. The, they, everybody the has unibrow guys. Yeah. Um, and he, unibrow? Unibrow. Unibrow. And he was trying to help them out, which he did. So now they like got all these girls and they had a fun time at the party. So, But the thing is, it's like he, once he helps people out, he can remain, like he continues to be their friend, which is really cool. Like the sick kid. Like, yeah. The sick yeah. Kid he, he, kept, helped he helped him out like every week or every other day or whatever. He took a medicine. Yeah. Medicine, boy. soup, sick boy. Like he... That was just... That's just how he was. He was just a super cool, nice dude. And he was popular, which that's rare. Usually if you're popular, you're an asshole. Or if you're nice, you're not popular. It's kind of like you. You're popular and not like kind of an asshole, but... I can be an asshole, but I'm a sweetheart. I'm only an asshole if I need to be. (laughs) I just annoy you because it's fun. And Hero's chasing his tail. Oh, he got it. Aww. He hates his tail. He has like a vengeance against it. He wants to rip his tail off his butt. He gets really upset at it if we show it to him. He's like, fuck, what is that thing? And what he- is that thing attached to it? Why does it hurt when I bite it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he starts hanging out with uh, Gwen more. And then we get to learn about Gwen's kind of past. Not past, but like. Just her she, situation. Who, who she and is. shows she's dating this guy named Rich, who's like, I guess the... Rich? His name's Rich. Is it? Yeah. Oh. thought it said something else on your phone. His name's Rich. Oh, okay. I thought it was Rich. I don't think it is, but... Brad? Let's, can you, do you have it still up? No. I can figure <clears> it out. I don't think it's Rich. That doesn't sound familiar at all. Hang on tight. Hang on to your bridges. Just for a minute. Ooh, I should be a freaking singer. No. Oh, and uh, for all my cowboy fans out there, off Richard the subject. Richard Bag. Rich Bag. 
Oh, so you, oh yeah, you're all right. Cowboys won today. They beat the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Forty-nine to twenty-nine. Ouch! Yeah, they're was, doing really well. It was huge, and Dak Dak played too. He threw one interception, but anyway, just want to do a shout out real quick while Wifey was looking. But yeah, his name is Rich Bags. I remember you saying that in the movie. Um, a he pre what is it? Early ejaculation. Yeah. Uh, uh, What's that word? Fuck. Uh. Uh. Damn it! It's ed. Erectile dysfunction. Yeah, erectile dysfunction. No, no that means your no. dick can't get up. Yeah, that's right. He just pre, he like he early pre, comes. Yeah, early comes. It's only ten seconds. A term for it. Yeah, I can't. I Fifteen can't. seconds. He lasted that. Well, first he was time. ten seconds with uh, genie, genie, genie. So maybe she has a tighter than Gwen Pearson. Probably. Because <laughs> it was fifteen How seconds. How big with his is girlfriend. Rich's dick then? If it's if she like well considering both women <clears throat> when he's doing them they're just laying there talking to him i think he's like an inch maybe two <clears throat> is it in is what he gets most probably as they have and then, <laughs> we'll get to genie when they're doing it in a second that was hilarious <laughs> i don't like her she is just to up everybody's dick in that like fraternity no well she wants him Dick, like literally, their fraternity is D I K. Dick, mm-hmm. Dick, and they have one girl in it. No, she's not in it. She's the sorority across the street. Oh well, she acts like she's in it because she there. wants to be in. Like she knows, like because usually when fraternities and sororities get together, like they're on the same row, and so they usually like work together. So like the popular ones work together, and then like the least popular ones work together, and so that's just how. Well, we only saw her and no one else. <laughs> Pretty much, because I'm sure they didn't want to pay anybody else to be here. Like, fl- like, yeah, flunkies. extra, yeah, extras. And so one thing I noticed about Rich is that he likes to say things weird. And he's a, becoming a doctor. And so instead of just saying sucks ass, he says, that sucks rectum. Oh, because he's trying to, like, be smart, I guess. All of his lame jokes were towards, like, scientifical terms and shit like that. Scientifical? Like, <clears throat> what's wrong with that? I don't think it's real. Scientifical? It's not real. Scientifical. Scientific. There we go. <laughs> I like scientifical better. Scientific makes more sense. It's like when I'm telling you, oh, like Wisconsin is more north of Illinois. I say Wisconsin's norther. <laughs> exactly. What's wrong with that? I would understand what you mean. See. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and so now Van Wilder's busy. He's throwing all these parties. He's getting close to Gwen. Gwen Tara Reed. What happened to her? Seriously. Like in acting? I'm, yeah, just in life. Oh, yeah. Because she was like in all these movies back in the day and now she's Last just like Last movie I life. think she was in was 2017. That was all the Sharknado ones. So she was in all of them apparently. So here's a quiz. Uh, what are the three things national, like lamp of uh, Lampoon, Van Wilder says you need for a first date? Uh, Barry White. Got it. Uh, scented massage oils. And, uh, damn it, Barry White, Sinusage Oils. What was the other thing? Um, fire? Yeah. Can, uh, fire? Candles. Oh, candles. Scented yeah, candles, candles, massage oil, and Barry White. I mean, that sounds like a good time. It is. 
it's like romantic because of the candlelight. Then you got Barry White because like setting in the mood. And then you got massage oils for like a little cute couples massage. If, but Portage did that wrong. Way wrong. <laughs> he like doused himself in the massage oil, put it all over that girl. It was and like then, throwing it around. And he like fell off and then set his back on fire. <laughs> You're just so damn hot. <laughs> oh my God. I love him. And now he's like a serious, like he, I first saw him in house and then he was in smile and he played like a lot of doctors and shit. And so he's serious, but in, like seeing him in this role, it was just very. This is probably one of his first roles too, I think. Oh, definitely. In 2002. 20 years ago but now uh yeah he was but what was i thinking oh he was in a like a movie i think they made two or three of them with another guy i just can't oh remember. uh kumar's yeah go to white castle yeah yeah yeah. he was in that one something in kumar mm-hmm. those are good Kevin too. And I, kumar? I can't remember but i know he was that they made it that was a good one oh they, my gosh I think that, that was national lampoon too wasn't it i, I don't think. know bill and kumar no babe it wasn't it was something <laughs> with the same type of name <clears throat> All right. Now we move on. So then this is when Rich is like uh, jealous of Van Wilder. And he's like, fuck you. I'm going to invite you over to the parents' house. Mm, yeah. That With all these it. doctors. All these doctors. And at first it's a little awkward. And he's like, oh, gosh. Like, uh, 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 like oh, nice <laughs> to meet you. Whatever. And... Then He's Rich- like, I'm gonna need a couple of drinks before I let you two guys start frisking me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so Gwen kind of yells at Rich, and then he leaves, and they, she goes back to the main room. She's like, and- I'm trying to save Van Wilder for my parents. Don't tell him what they're doing to him. And he's getting them to take titty shots. Mm-hmm. Titty shots. With like these tequila. old. Doctors are I'm taking- fucking having a grand old time. And he's just like he just changes everybody and i like those type of people where they're just always accepting of everybody no matter what they he doesn't judge people which is really hard to come by these days everybody sucks yeah and so that type of person's really cool and i think that's when gwen starts to like get really a, like him get a pool of water below her area she got did real, you really want to say that she got real wet for him i really want to say that and i did happy no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like this morning you scared me when I was walking in. I don't remember what I was doing, but Oh, behind the wall, just creepingly looking at you. Creepy, and then I went and did something and then you were in the bedroom and you tried to scare me and I was like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fun time, you know? I hate you. <laughs> um and so a way to get back. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. A way to get back at Rich, Van Wilder has this idea. Well, so, oh, we didn't mention this in the very beginning. Little step back, step back, step back. So his dog, what I can't remember the name of the uh, meat something. Meatball? Meatball. Yeah, there you go. Meatball has these, like, super huge balls. Like, they are bigger than my hand, probably. And so the way to get them back is they get these, <sighs> what are they called? The... Eclairs. Yeah, eclairs that are filled donuts with Donuts like, with filling. Like, yeah, donuts with filling, but crazy. like long donuts with filling. Takes like surgically takes all the filling out and goes into this room and starts having 
doggy porn all over the walls and they had his friend Hutch jerks off meatball and fills all six of these freaking eclairs full of obviously eclair filling mixed with dog semen and deliver them to <laughs> freaking the dick sword or the dick what not sorority uh fraternity fraternity and they're like oh it's from uh it's from the sorority guys dig in <clears throat> and they're just like so oh it's so warm and creamy and they're just like letting it just drop into their mouth and it's just the most disgusting thing ever ever and then genie is just sitting there watching these guys smiling and she looks down at the bottom of the basket because they put photos in the bottom of what they actually did and she's like guys uh look and they look at it and they see what's actually in the filling and they just start barfing everywhere I want to barf. Everywhere. Oh, it's so gross. Like that is like so disgusting. It's just what they're saying. Oh, it's so warm. It's creamy. It's so it's like good. all over their faces. And then one guy's like, I think I've had these before. <laughs> <laughs> I want to barf so much. Oh, it's so gross, but it's so good. That's like no, it's not one of that the best like, parts of the movie right there. A, I'm pretty sure it doesn't taste like eclair filling. It's mixed with it, so it might. It might. <laughs> Sorry, it's a like barf. I mean, we can do that to Arrow and see. What... I'm good. You can eat it. I'm, I'm gonna bow out gracefully on that. No, you gotta do it with me. I'm good. It's a couples thing, babe. I don't <laughs> want to be in this relationship anymore. If I have to do that, nope, gotta do it. Hundred percent. Divorce. Just one little like Q-tip. I'm done. Just... <laughs> no, I'm good. You can do it. <laughs> I will videotape you doing it. All right, we'll do that. But I'm going to throw some on you. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. So super gross scene. But <sighs> uh, so then I think they try to get they get they try to get him back. So I think in order for him to get him back, they so they're going back and forth. Now they're throwing another party. Um, and it's for, I can't remember who the party's for, but they throw another party and then Jeannie ends up flirting with Hutch, uh, showing him like a lingerie sexy. picture, sexy lingerie picture of her. And they sneak these little kids into the party <laughs> and they all get like little kids going there. They're fucking drinking. Dude, no, he gives them, what, what does he give them? Jaeger. Jaeger shots. And one of the guys spits it out. And the kid's like. <laughs> Do you, have, do you have any scotch? Do you have any scotch? <laughs> so these kids, I think it's like six or seven kids or a bunch. Could be more. Uh, they get hammered. The cops like, oh, we got an anonymous tip that, you know, there was underage drinking in here. And Hutch's like, nope, I've been here at the door the whole time. No underage drinking. So the cops like, all right, it's good enough for me. Walk Starts to walk off. And these two kids come out and are just slurring their words. They're hammered and they drop on the ground. And then uh, Van gets arrested. He takes full responsibility because that's the way Van is. Gets arrested, gets out. Oh, and then Gwen, what was it? Because she she's, didn't want to do the story anymore. I just can't remember what happened. Because she goes in there and she's like, here's your story. I'm done. Because she saw him making out with that girl. Oh, uh, okay. So she was done. Oh, yeah, because he was all sad because they, they were, were getting engaged. engaged. He, and... But they went to an engagement party, but it wasn't yes. their engagement. Yeah. He got false words from Dick. Uh, or rich actually richards can be dicks yeah he he got false words from richard so so he was all butthurt he got hit by a mer metaphorically truck 
or and Gwen was a truck. Metaphorical. Yeah, metaphorical, metaphorically, metaphorically, little, 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 little. Um, truck. And don't Gwen know what that word was you tried to say. So anyway, um, and then, so yeah, she doesn't want to do a story more. And her boss is like, well, he got expelled today. Do you know about that? Is that in your story? And she got all butthurt now and like went running to go save her man that she doesn't know yet. Well, I don't know. That relationship was not, I don't know. It was what? just shitty. I don't, it For wasn't. One, belie- she shouldn't have been with Dick in the first place. Like. He's douchey. He thinks he's a shit because he's going to be a doctor. And he has 10 second. Oh. Was that then? Oh, no. Maybe that was that. Oh, no. That was almost towards it. I was talking about when Jenny did what she did. Yeah. That was almost towards the end. We're almost there. No, it was before that because she fucked him. And then he was like, we have a plan. And then she's like, okay, cool. So that was yeah, before but she didn't tell. I was talking about when she tells Terror or tells Gwen. Oh my God. What did Gwen do? Yeah. Oh. Um, so she runs off and she tries to uh, talk to what's his name, but he's not answering his phone. He's going to leave school and everything because he got sent to jail. And he's like, you know what? I've been here for seven years. I'm done. And that's when Taj does what he does, and he's fucking in this library reading through, like, it was like 50 books there. And he finally finds, you know, uh, what is it, a appeal type thing. Uh-huh. So he runs to him. He's like, hey, man, I got a way for you to, and just Van's not having it. So then um, that's when everybody starts fucking coming to his door because Van's a shit, and they're not going to let him go out like that. And he goes out into the hallway because he hears chanting. He's like, what the fuck goes out there? And it's... The whole student body just about is out there just waiting for him to, like, try to get accepted. So he gets a law club. And then uh, they try to work on getting him back in school. If the glove doesn't fit, you have to acquit. Yeah. <laughs> I like that dude, too, the the main law guy. Um, so then they go to court, and uh, his older mistress is there. <laughs> uh, the student account And she does her officer. little tongue thing at him again. Uh. <laughs> I don't know if that's worse than the... No, the dog cup is worse. No, the dog, the dog thing is very definitely worse. Because uh. they, they drink the shit out of that. That's just so gross. Um, so then he pleads his case and he says, like, let's do something better. Let me actually finish school. Because he's, like, done so much for Coolidge. Coolidge has done so much for him in a way. And everybody loves him. So he says, like, let me just finish school. So he's doing all this studying shit and that's when Jeannie goes up to Gwen and tells her uh, that what she did, what she did before. Oh, no, because uh, the plan and then him. Like, well, because he calls Jean, or Gwen at first and was like, hey, I need you to come over. And she's all pissed off at him because of the whole dad thing. Yeah. And so um, she tells him to go fuck himself. So he does Jeannie. She comes to him, Gwen and is like, hey, um. It was us that made Van Wilder go to jail because we had minors going to his party or whatever. And also after that, we bumped uglies. I like how she says bumped uglies. <laughs> it was the best 10 seconds ever. Tense. Ever. <laughs> 10 seconds like that. I mean. That's short. At least I'm 30 seconds. I mean, geez Louise. You know, you're like a good solid two minutes. <laughs> good solid two minutes. There we go. Uh, 10 <laughs> seconds is, is fucking rough. Like that's, that's rough. Like 
I don't know if there's a cure for that, but he needs to go get that shit. He's a doctor. Maybe that's why he's becoming a doctor. So he you can know, I saw this. figure out how to fix that. I was at Target the other day, and I was going down the aisle, and I was trying to find face masks because I'm going to Lima, and we need face masks, but now we don't. I don't know if we do or not. Anyway, um, and there was something that's like it was a spray, and it was called Delay Pleasure. Interesting. So I'm like, guys sprayed on their dicks to, I guess, numb yeah, it or something. Maybe. So it would like, last longer. But then they wouldn't feel anything. I don't know how that would work. I have no idea. I can question <laughs> it. I or just... maybe just spray it. No, you have to. The head is the most sensitive part, so you have to put it on that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So then um, she, to retaliate to Dick, she, <laughs> she goes and meets him at his dorm. And she's like, oh, hey, baby. I know with you have this a test. super devilish look on her face. And he's like, I know you got your test. He's like, Gwenny. And she's like, I'm going to go make your shake. So she goes downstairs, uh, starts blending this thing, and puts in almost a whole fucking bottle of colon blow. And uh, <laughs> that's hard. That is. <sighs> that is fucking rough. And gives it to him, and he, of course, chugs it. And he's like, oh, man, this is so good. It's like the best shake he's ever had. Goes to his exam, and it just starts brewing. I feel I, I feel. I kind of so feel bad for the bad guy, for but he's a dick. He deserves so. it, but at the same rate, I've, like, had those problems. She where did, like, like, completely ruin his career, though. Like, yeah. she. That's, that was, like, the one school he wanted to go to, the Northwestern. Never heard of it. But. Shit in a fucking trash can. We're not to it yet. Don't don't tell the good part. If they watched it, they're just listening to us talk oh, about shit. it. Well, some people might like watch it after. Yeah, don't watch, watch it because of the or they might come. stop it in the middle, which I've heard that happen. And they go watch it. Um, so uh, yeah, so he's in his in his test room, and it's just he's farting left and right, and his stomach is just. Blip, 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 blip. So he starts answering, what is it, C all the way down? Yeah, C all the way down. And it gets to the point where he couldn't even, I think he only got to like 40-something or 50. I don't know how. I think it's out of 100. And he just had to get up and go to the restroom. So he like basically completely failed his test. Goes out, and he's like running to the restroom, and he catches one of the fucking doctors at Northwestern that wants to talk to him. And he's like, but let me just, like, no, come on and do share. And these people's names. Like, I can't remember the first doctor's name, but the woman's name, granted, she is good looking, but her name is Dr. Fine. <laughs> That's such sexist, misogynistic. And then the name. other one, uh, I can't remember what his name was, but it was like, kind of like Dr. Fill Me Up or some shit. Like, it was something fucking crazy like that. And then, so he's like, son, are you okay? Like, do you need to let something out? And he's like... <laughs> And he's like sweating and he fucking yeah. runs to the restroom or the restroom. Well, the trash can. It technically is his restroom. This big old trash can in there I and just starts unloading. Oh, it was probably half full or maybe at least like a quarter. Uh, he he let that shit go. And I love that they're just sitting there watching him do that. Dr. Fine like, leaves. <laughs> all, the, like, they're all, uh, all the guys are watching. He's like, that's just wretched. <laughs> I don't think you see him again after that. I think that's it. I think that's, that's done. That yeah, you don't his, see him again after he that. He got his comeuppance. Oh, no, you do see him again. He's in the, that's when, after she wrote the story for Van Wad, after he passed all his classes. Oh, he's in the bathroom and he's Yeah, like he's in the bathroom shitting. shitting still and he's reading the, um, and that's when she points out his 10 second problem. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, like he ends up Van Wall ends up passing all of his tests, and uh, the Mich- McDougal comes to his dorm room and wants to congratulate him purposely, and he and and I knew that was the reason why McDougal like didn't like him because like he knew that he can do more and he didn't. Mm-hmm. So Van Wall was like, oh, that's why we had all this tension. I thought it was because I had sex with your daughter. <laughs> the guy's like, what? No, he was like laughing. He's like, wait, you did what with my daughter? <laughs> um, and after that, Gwen shows up because she hadn't seen him in a while. Gwen shows up and it's like freaking super short skirt thing, like a halter top or whatever the fuck it she is. She's in a bikini. It was like a. But she had it like covered with like. Like the bikini cover. It's like oh, that skirt call? and like a... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, shows up and then Van Wilder's there and he's like, oh, you just look amazing. And she's like, well, I was trying to figure out what panties to wear. And because they had like when they were talking before and he's like, well, what'd you come up with? And she says nothing. And that is that is it. Close scene. And they make out for fucking 20 hours. Tara Reid. And they probably had kids. One thing I didn't like about Tara Reid in like in just regular life is how low she wears her pants. It's that's like just how her bot, how her waist is. That's not a waist. That's her hips, and it's like goddamn. Just that's how her hips is. Like, what's her name? Does the same thing. Fucking um. Paris Hilton. No, pff, fuck Paris Hilton. Um, I'm good. Uh not Tara. Uh, Anna Anna Ferris. She does the same thing. Huh. Like in House Bunny, she wore a skirt like fucking way down. Oh my god, I scene. love House Bunny. <clears throat> that is a good movie. That was like her prime prime too, because she's in that television show where she's like a mom, and she's not nearly as cute. But it's literally called mom. Yeah, mommy or mom, no, mom. mom. Um, but yeah. So one of my classic favorite movies. What's your score, babe? Seven. Hater. <sighs> was it the dog scene for you? Yeah, that was too much. Uh, like it is it's in like detail, like they, centipede or something. Human centipede. Oh, human centipede. That's gross. Um, I just like how the cameraman is just right on Rich as he's like pouring it in his mouth. Uh. <laughs> What's your score? A fucking ten, of course. Fucking, you only give from out the tens. very beginning. I was like laughing my ass off, and then it gets more serious, and it's like. Not as funny. It's just like more funny in the very beginning before it's like all the love stuff, lovey-dovey stuff. And then you're like, I hate it now. I'm over it. No, I still love it. I love Van Wilder. Okay. Classic. So, great movie, babe. Thanks, good, babe. Good, good choice. choice. I know. Thanks. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> Note the sarcasm. So now we get to move on to one of my favorite topics. Oh, I'm reading the first one now. You want to read the first one? Fuck yeah. So we're so just... Oh, we are... I got this man. Oh, no, it's your topic. Go ahead. I'm it's sorry. my fucking topic. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I apologize. I apologize. We're going to talk about the top 10 most notorious American serial killers. Keyword, American. So American. don't yell and scream at us if we don't name certain people. So these are. Not. Okay. So the numbers are definitely mixed up. Everybody has a different list and how they kind of organize them but these are i want to say I, I hate saying my favorites but these are the ones i know the most about and so not necessarily my favorites because they're terrible people but go for it so number one we have dennis raider or aka the btk killer dennis raider was a serial killer in kansas who murdered 10 people over a span of three decades 
dubbing himself BTK because he bound, tortured, and killed his victims. Oh, okay. I never knew what BTK meant. He committed his first murders in January of 1974. That seems like the The era era. of death and destruction was in the 1970s era. Um, January of 1974, when he strangled four family members, Four family members, including two children. Jesus. He is known for hiding in plain sight, having been the president of a church con- congregation and seemingly loving husband and father. Jeez, just like... Uh, um, Pillar to killer. Just like uh, Ted Bundy. Uh, but he wanted attention for his crimes, too. And in 1977, Radar wrote a letter to local television and that read, how many people do I have to kill before I get get a name in the paper or some national attention. I remember that. I mean, I just you, remember you were hearing, there. I you were there. hearing you were probably, about that. Like, yeah, I was not born. He was in, I think, Oklahoma, too. Oh, fun. I want to double check. He was arrested in 2005 after sending a disc to the police department, which they traced back to the church that Radar served. He confessed to stockings and killings, as well as sexual fantasies that drove his crimes. The BTK killer received a sentence of 10 consecutive life terms in prison in Kansas. Um, his victims, the Orto family, Joseph, Julie, and two of their younger children, Catherine Bright, Shirley Vian, Nancy Fox, Maureen Hedge, Vicki Wengler, Wengler, Wengerly, and Dolores Davis. Fucking rough, man. Oh, he's in Wichita, Kansas. Yeah, I was like, he was killed in Kansas, or he had the he was in prison in Kansas. So this guy, he's just so one thing that like so notorious about this dude is he was literally amongst his family. Like his family had no clue. Mm-hmm. He was uh, they call pillar to killer. That's like a phrase that a lot of like podcasts use because. A lot of the killers back in the day were stand-up citizens. They were they joined the Night Watch or they joined church events, and on the side they would be killing people. And so this dude, very notorious, very evil. He blended in. Blended in. And um, we have another blended in person next. Ne- <clears throat> you mentioned him earlier, Ted Bundy. So Ted Bundy, his I don't, I don't even need to read. Okay, so we can read about it, but I like I know his history pretty well. Having been the subject of several films and documentaries, Ted Bundy is well known for his crimes. Having been described as intelligent and charming, Bundy used his good looks to lure his victims in, sexually assaulting and killing at least 36 women across Washington, Oregon, Colorado, Utah, and Florida between 1974 and 1974 again. Some have estimated he could be responsible for hundreds of deaths. Bundy was ultimately sentenced to death in 1979 for the murder of two college students and again for the rape and murder of a 12-year-old girl. Oh, my God. Uh, He was executed in Florida by electric chair in 1989. So I was two years old. Uh, The names of these 20... So some of these have names of the victims, and I just would like to respect those names, and I will share them. Um, The names of 26 identified victims, Jenny Lenz, Linda Ann Healy, Donna Gill Manson, Manson, uh, Susan Rancourt, Roberta Parks, Brenda Carroll Ball, Georgianne Hawkins, I definitely... Georgianne, Georgianne, sorry. Georgianne Hawkins, Denise... Nuzland, Nasland, 
I'm saying some of these names wrong. I'm so I'm so sorry. Uh, Janice Ott, Nancy Wilcox, Melissa Smith, Laura Aim, Carol DeRanch, DeRanch, Deborah Kent, Karen Campbell, Julie Cunningham, Denise. Uh, there's two Denises. Allerson, Melanie Cooley, Lynette Culver, Suzanne Curtis, Margaret Bowman, Lisa Levy, Kathy Kleiner, Karen Chandler, Cheryl Thomas, and Kimberly Leach. So Ted Bundy, he's like crazy because he could get away with shit. So he had a lawyer and then he like dismissed them because he was studying to be a lawyer. And so he like represented himself during his crimes. And then like during one of the trials, like during a break, he's like, oh, can I use the library, the court library? And they're like, yeah, sure. Nobody was watching him. So he jumped out a fucking window and escaped. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like, <laughs> it's, it's shocking. It's very, very shocking. Um, and I think it took a little bit to find him, didn't it? Yeah, and he was like, he went to, uh, he went and climbed the mountains or something, and he found a random ca- a cabin in the woods, and he stayed Where he there. Buried people at. Yeah, and so in the f- not funny thing, the weird thing is he was very sentimental about his murders. He would go back to their grave sites and visit them, which is crazy. And so at the end, he they gave him a sentencing, and he was trying to get out of the death sentence. He didn't want to die, but. He was saying that I'll tell you where all these bodies are if you just don't kill me, and they just were like, "Fuck you, man!" Like, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> fucking murdered a twelve-year-old girl. Yeah, get the fuck out gross. of here. Oh, well, actually, raped and murdered. But um, so number three, we got John Wayne Gacy, the clown man. Mm-hmm. John Wayne Gacy was responsible for the deaths of at least 33 boys and young men in Chicago in the 1970s again. So there's a theory about this. Like every 20 years after main events, like wars, like the, they're saying that that's when a lot of serial killers resurface. And so 20 years ago, like we had 9-11. So we're coming up to the 20 year mark where it's, or should be expected. I think it's already been yeah. happening already. Yeah. Anyway, um, continue. Well, they did find one serial killer that one guy. I mean, you don't necessarily have to read it. We can just talk about them if we know who they are. No, I'm going to read it. I don't. You know these people. I don't know them. Um, I'm just not going to say the names on each one because some of them have really long. Yeah, that's lists. that Ted Bundy list was yeah, hard. To his get was through. really long. <laughs> um. Let's see, but he also also been used as a figure in the media due to his performance as a party clown at children's parties and social events. Like, what an easy way to do what he does. Gacy was arrested several times for sexual assault in the 60s, the first being a teenage boy. After being released on parole in the early 1970s, Gacy was able to purchase a home in Chicago suburb from which neighbors later recalled a horrible stench. E- e- Emaining? Emanating. Um, In 1978, 15-year-old Robert Pice went missing, and police discovered that Gacy had been last to see him. him. Upon further investigation, police discovered the bodies of 29 boys and young men in or near Gacy's house and four more near Deese Plains River. The Plains. The Plains River, Jeez Louise. He pleaded innocent <laughs> by reason of insanity, but the jury rejected the f- physio- physiological 
uh, evaluations and Gacy was found guilty of all 33 murders. He was executed via lethal injection in 1994. Wow. So this, John Wayne Gacy was a really interesting character because when you're a clown, you're supposed to be like happy, like makeup was, they kind of did a psychological dive into that where most clowns have round shapes on their faces round around their eyes nose is around nose around their mouth it's curved mm-hmm. not like sharp whereas john wing gacy when he had his clown everything was sharp edge so he had triangles over his eyes and then his mouth was like sharp mm-hmm. at points and so that's kind of a different situation for that specifically so they were they were saying that's just kind of part of the psychological deep dive in who he was as a person because it's, that was just really weird. That was out of character when a clown goes in, they want to be happy and yeah, not sharpie. Um, there's names of 28 identified victims, not going to read them all, but definitely paying respects to all of the victims and their families. Cause <sighs> yeah. um, that is super duper rough. You know where he buried all his people. Yeah. It was in his, house or under his, around under it. his house under like you know the crawl space mm-hmm. he buried him down there all right next sam little he's a new dude he's i think that's who they just arrested mm-hmm. ah, that's what i was talking about yeah oh, so sam that. little is this dude who literally they consider him the what is that the most body count serial killer because he had over 90 across the United States because I think he was a truck driver. But let's read. Holy shit. Serial killer Samuel Little was known as one of the most prolific killers in American history. Having gone undetected for decades, Little confessed to killing 93 victims in 19 states between 1970 and 2005. According to the FBI, in 2019, law enforcement had been able to verify 50 of the confessions. Most of his victims were marginalized young black women. That sucks. In uh, in 2012, Little was arrested at a homeless shelter in Louisville, Kentucky on a narcotics charge and was extradited to California, where police in Los Angeles were able to convict him for killing three women in the late 1980s. After being linked through DNA evidence found at the crime scenes, in all three cases, the women had been beaten and then strangled, their bodies dumped in an alley, a dumpster, and a garage. The FBI had said in a report at the time... I said it like I was going to say something else, but that's actually the end of it. Um, He had been serving a life sentence at a state prison in Los Angeles. Sorry. County when he died in 2020 at the age of 80. While the FBI is still working to confirm some little of little's confessions and identify many more of his alleged victims. um, The names below, I again, I'm not going to read because that's just a hard thing to do. Um, Fuck you, dude. (laughs) <laughs> you can suck my dick oh so he died he died uh, when he was 80 years old in prison oh so, so he, he didn't even, in... he didn't even get the death penalty like wow i we should bring back the the shooting the shooting brigade um what death by what is it called uh it's a name for it firing squad that <clears throat> but the thing is you can't hit a vital organ you need to let them suffer and bleed out yeah like he had been serving it. Oh, he had been serving a life sentence as a state prisoner when he died. And oh, okay, wait. So they only gave him a life sentence. California. Oh, this is California. Yeah, California oh, doesn't have death penalty. God. 
90 something victims and they give him a life sentence. Jesus. Oh, I didn't know he passed away. I just saw, I just like read about him getting arrested and that was the last I saw about it. So moving on, we have the one that everybody's in an uproar about. Holy shit, yes. Um, I love that. Freaking Jeffrey Dahmer. Watch Monster. It was good. Can you turn it off, man? I'm trying to talk. Thank Sorry, you. it's my birth control pill. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, also known as Milwaukee Cannibal, <clears throat> was a notorious killer and sex offender who killed and dismembered 17 boys and young men between 1978. There's that magical 1970s. number again, that Damn. magical year. Um, or what is it? Century, right? Decade. Decade. I was getting there. Century is 100. I was getting to my next one. <laughs> to my next one. Um, 1978 and 1991. Yeah. Uh, Dahmer was arrested in 1991 after a man named Tracy Edwards. That's an interesting man's name. Uh, was found by police running down the street in handcuffs, having narrowly escaped Dahmer's clutches. Wow. Imagine if he did not escape. He might not have ever been caught. Maybe. He would have been caught eventually. It was just his maybe, neighbor maybe was not. on his dick. Look at Little. He went for what? What was it again? Freaking. So 1974 to 1970 to 2005. 35 years. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, police later went to Dahmer's apartment where they found photo albums of dismembered bodies. Holy shit. Human heads in the refrigerator and freezer, several skulls and a 57 gallon drum filled with acid and decomposing bodies inside. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, he had acid in his basement. Like, they, you know, in the in your apartments, you can have, like, downstairs, like, storage areas. He had vats of fucking acid. Oh, my. How the fuck did he even get that? That had to cost a I shit ton of money. I have no idea. Or maybe it was cheap. I don't know. I mean, who goes around buying fucking acid back then? Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, yeah. Police also found evidence that Dahmer might have eaten some of his victims. Mm -hmm. Dahmer's victims were usually black, Latino, or Asian men and boys. He confessed to 17 murders total and was sentenced to 15 life terms. But Dahmer was killed in prison mm -hmm. by another inmate in 1994. How was he killed? Blended into the head. Nice. With a pipe, I think. Nice. Or a stick. Uh, oh, no. Uh, uh, he was cleaning the gym, and the other prisoner took one of the... You know, like, when my bars, my dumbbells, mm -hmm. you can take the weights off, and it's just a bar mm -hmm. with that. Nice. Um, yeah, Dahmer's victims' names. Uh, again, not going to read them. There's not a lot, but a lot of complicated names, too. But just uh, respects to them and the families. Uh, I know wifey knows more on the Dahmer subject, but I just so, want to say like people tripping about this whole Dahmer uh, TV show or movie or series. What it is it's like, just a do like it's a documentary. It's a documentary. Um, obviously what happened in that documentary in the movie is not happening to them, but it happened to these people 20 something, 30 something years ago. And yes, it is rough, but. It's rough and it's what history happened in I mean, history. It's, I'm it's sorry. History, like, you have those war buff people who are obsessed with reenacting Vietnam or reenacting World War Two. It's the same fucking concept. It's still murder. It's still death. It's still dismemberment. Now, Jeffrey Dahmer was a shitty person. Yes. But this TV show just brings to light what was happening, what happened. It just puts us in a perspective of what he actually did. And it and gives you a better understanding of what happened in the past. And so it's 
things that happened in the past specifically it had a focus on the neighbor because the neighbor would call the police all the time and being like it smells really bad you guys got to come down here and figure it out because this is not normal so she was trying to do it but it's just back in that time frame the early 90s still black people were not respected they were just like kind of brushed off if you had a they had a concern whatever and so with that being said, it's just we have to think about what strides we have to take to improve that. Because if somebody calls the police, yeah, it might be stupid. Like maybe this little old lady calls the police every week or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's like the boy who cried wolf. Like yeah. if you call so many times, they're just going to start ignoring you. But at the same rate, you shouldn't always ignore them because what happens if something is happening? So and obviously something was happening. But it's just I I respect the people who made the monster, I think it's called monster with, I I love Evan Peters as an actor and he has such, such broad spectrums. Oh yeah. I mean, he's he's Quicksilver. He's been in now this, he was in uh, story. Like he was in something else. Oh, he was in, Oh shoot. He was like super young in it too. And I can't think of what it was. We looked it up. Um, but he was like young in that. Was it super bad or I think it was super bad. He's not in Superbad. I think he is. I think he's one of the friends in Superbad, I want to say. Okay. Well, anyway, so it's just like if you didn't like watching it, you don't watch it. It's like the thing, oh, you don't like what's on my shirt? Don't look at my shirt. Like kind of thing. I hate that. All right, moving on. Number six, David Berkowitz. I love him. Not really because he's a terrible person, but he had a mental illness and I felt bad for him and he talked to dogs. Uh, David Berkowitz, a.k.a. Son of Sam, brought fear and terror to New York City in 1976 and uh, 1977. There it is again. And was the cause of one of the largest manhunts in NYC history. Berkowitz wrote in his diary that he set around 1,500 fires in New York City in the mid-1970s and claimed to be driven by demons. He killed a total of six victims and injured some. Often targeting couples, he also wrote a letter to, letters to the newspapers, signing them as Son of Sam. A reference to a black Labrador retriever owned by his neighbor, Sam Carr. He believed that a demon lived inside the dog. Um, he was arrested in 1977, just 11 days after his last murder, following a large manhunt and confessed to the killings. Berkowitz is currently serving a sentence of 365 years in a New York prison. And he has a bunch of victims. Um, so David Berkowitz, he was an interesting fellow. Um, he killed his mom and he fucked her skull. Wow. Okay, then. Or is his grandma? One of the two. Um, but he just, he really, his mom, like the thing is, this is a nurture situation where his mom beat him and was like, you men suck. You should never date a woman. All women are whores kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. yet she was a woman and that made no sense. But, um, this was a very nurture thing. I feel like if he had love, he would not have. Yeah. Well, I think people. that's <clears throat> a way it's been with quite a few of them. Like Either they J- Jeffrey Dahmer, same with Jeffrey Dahmer. He was abandoned at like seventeen, like in his home, and his mom was like deuces. I felt bad for that kid because if he his parents were there and he loved each other and they gave him some sort of attention, mm-hmm. there we would have be one serial killer. He down. Would, yeah, he would not more. I wouldn't say he probably wouldn't have been a serial killer. It might have still happened, but. There's Maybe it would have happened chance. later. There's a better chance he would not have been one. So um, we have Belle Gunnis. Guinness. It's G-U-N-N-E-S-S. I know, but I know who she is. Okay. I love her. Triflers. Um, Belle Guinness, who was known as Hell's Bell, 
<laughs> and is unlike the other killers on the list. One of the most notorious women in the U.S., Guinness is said to have killed at least 14 people, but some believe she may not have had up to wait some, but some believe she may have had up to 40 victims. That is a complicated sentence. Um, in the late 1800s, Guinness moved to Chicago to a pig farm in Indiana. She reportedly murdered her two husbands and collected the life insurance money. And later her foster daughter's body would have been found with several other dismembered corpses buried in her hog pen. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Guinness advertised her wealthy single Norwegian American men to invest in her farm and court her. And nearly all of them went missing shortly after arriving. Jesus. Yep. In 1908, her house burned down, but uh, so did her previous house in Chicago and a candy store that she and her first husband ran. And her three children's bodies were found inside the burned house. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. They also reportedly found a headless body of a woman in the house believed to be Guinness, though some believe she got away. One of her handymen, Ray Lem, Lem, Lempier, was arrested and charged with the arson of her house after the pair had fallen out. And Lempier confessed later in life that he helped Guinness kill 42 people and buried them in the pig pen. Jeez, why? I wonder why she picked him. Uh, while many of her victims were not identified and some were children, her victims are suspected suspected to include both of her husbands, maids. Swarson and Peter Peter Gin, Guinness, as well as Andrew Helginlin and others. <laughs> names are hard. <laughs> yeah, they are. Wow. So this girl, she was considered to be a beauty in her time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you a picture. She's probably going to be scary. Da-dong. What? That's Belle Guinness. Well, I'm not going to say because she might come back from like a ghost form and take me out. Yeah, so. so she was like, I. She wanted so much out of life and she wanted to be happy and she just was not happy with the people she was with. So she just killed them for life insurance money and she made her own life, which I have to respect. <laughs> I have to respect. I, I mean, mean, but killing the kids, what is that going to That sucked. That That's shitty. She killed her stepdaughter and her three kids. So we have three left. Next one is an oldie but a goodie. Not a goodie at all. Anyway, Albert Fish. So Albert Fish was, I think, considered the first American serial killer, but I don't know if that's right. Um, Albert Fish is perhaps best known for his many nicknames. He was known as the Brooklyn Vampire, the Werewolf of Wisteria, and the Moon Maniac, the Boogeyman, and the Gray Man. He was deranged man that was found guilty of raping, killing, and cannibalizing three young children in the early 20th century, so early 1900s. Uh, So she's oldest so far then. Yeah. He boasted that he did the same to at least 100 more children. However, nothing more could be proven. He even sent a letter to the mother of one of the victims where he described how he had killed the little girl in detail. So, so this dude, like I was listening to a podcast and they were discussing what he did and he, he, he killed a lot of kids and he wrote a letter to the mom and he's just like, yeah, I did, but you can't catch me. You can't arrest me. Nobody did anything about it. Wow. Isn't that like fucking crazy? So he still never found him? 
I think at the end they arrested him. They didn't like. I don't think they did, but he was just. It was in the time frame where it's like you can't. Yeah, there's no, there's no um, like DNA evidence. There's no like hair follicle checks and shit like that. Yeah, because it's early 19th century. You have another long one. I feel bad. Do you want me to read that one? You can read the last one. Oh, this is like short. This is small lettering. I never heard of Albert Fish, but that's that's fucked up. He's a over a hundred. Hundred kids. Like, what is up with people killing kids? Like, like I, raping kids. I get it. I can understand killing them. I can understand it. Not like accept it, but I can understand it. Raping children, like, raping just, uh, babies, raping children. That that is ugh. what what is wrong with you? If you yeah, think a child no... is sexy, go kill yourself because you're a waste of space. Thank it's like you. that woman uh, that they arrested. I don't know when they arrested. It was like a, maybe a year or two ago, but it's like a video on it. I can't remember her name, but they were like, well, do you have any remorse for what you did? She's like, no, uh, I killed those uh, pedophiles and I'll do it again. Um, and I was like, that's the fucking best thing you can say. Like, no remorse. See, like, like, I would need to do that. Yeah, I would just go around if because there's like the neighborhood app or something where you can see who lives near you and what crimes they've committed. Mm-hmm. And if it was a pedophile, I have, I if I got angry enough, I'd probably kill them. I mean, I. No, I would be like, no, good. I'm congratulations. I did your job. Yeah, it, it's great. I mean, I guess I, I get it. Like, you can't. There can't be vigilantes out there. It's not like a freaking TV show or a movie. We should though. But it's like. Fuck. If someone, if a pedophile is taken out or a rapist or whatever the case is, it's crazy that. They get out so easily. They get out of prison so fast. And then these people that take them out, they're doing us a favor and they get put in prison for like God. I would happily go to prison for that, though. Like if if I killed a pedophile pedophile on the streets that saved however many children, I would take the burden on and I would go to prison. I'd be like, deuces. Thanks. Well, make sure you take out more than just one, though. Like, try yeah. to get, like, a dinner party for, like, ten at least. Poison it. And then take them all out. It'll just videotape it. <clears throat> so we got Ed Gein. Gini. So Gini. we get some more Wisconsinites in this shit. So Ed Gein is supposed he's... <clears throat> Jesus, Louise. Sorry, I got allergies going on. Me too. <laughs> Ed Gein supposedly served as inspiration for the popular movie Psycho. Silence of the Lambs and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He grew up in Wisconsin. I know I say it weird, but that's the way I say it. Leading an isolated life. His father was an abusive alcoholic, typically how it goes, while his mother was extremely traditional, instilling Gein with a fear of women and sex. Hmm. Yup. His entire family died within five years, and he was left all alone, living on his own farm, living on his family farm, where he decided to create a shrine. Mm-hmm. dedicated to his mother. After 13 years of living alone there, the police appeared one day after getting a tip about a missing woman. <clears throat> Sorry again. They found not only the dead body of that woman, but multiple other horrors as well. Ed Gein used manipulated, bo- mutilated bodies of people <laughs> killed and turned them into furniture. Holy shit. Furniture, yeah. That's what I said, Furniture. But also clothes. Most of most of those things were made from bodies he dug up from graveyards. Mm-hmm. Wow. But some them, some of them he killed himself. He believed he was using these bodies parts to revive his mother. Okay, psycho. 
Um, hence why they made a movie called Psycho. And it was <laughs> discovered that he had schizophrenia. Sure. Because of his yeah. disease, he spent his remaining years in a mental... <sighs> Finish it. I did. He spent the remaining his remaining years in mental house. That's it. Oh, I thought you had more. I do not understand that. Because he did have schizophrenia. He, he was crazy. But the thing is, with him, he a, was very creative. I have to give him that. Because he made like a nipple belt. He made a lampshade. He literally made a suit out of bodies that he would wear. Like... To be like his mother because he wanted to be his mom. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, it's not like good things, but it's interesting. Fascinating. I take murdering people just out of whatever reasoning you have. Like if they're not like come, if someone's not coming to your house to like murder you, you just go out and kill people. I don't care what excuse you come up with. It doesn't matter. You should death penalty. If you are like legit, there's like evidence like semen your semen was there or your hair was there and you weren't set up which that i know that can happen too or falsely accused you should get the death penalty but the only sucky thing about that is there's a lot of people that are in prison i don't know how many what the percentage is who are wrongfully accused and especially if they were accused for a murder that would, that would suck. suck yeah that would really suck. so i get that part but i mean like ted bundy and like sam little like these people that like confess to it they should be taken out like Dead. no they should be shipped somewhere else like so say he was convicted like sam little convicted in california they should ship his ass to fucking texas and lethal injection his ass that's what i think like you know you killed well, 90 some people now, so and you well, i know but i'm just saying when they convict he wasn't dead then like they should send him somewhere where they can get the death penalty because that's just fucking rough like these families are like you know, they're missing their people now because they were murdered. And like, oh, you get 365 life sentences. Okay. Like, the fuck is that going to prove? Like, no, I want this motherfucker taken out. That's I feel I, I don't. That I, I if, can't. So there's a lot of people who don't believe in the death penalty. They think it's bad. But I really think it should be down to the victim's families. Yeah. They should say what they deserve. So if the family is like... You're going to be in jail for the rest of your life. That's on them. They can make that claim. Whereas, like, a judge can say what they want, but the same rate, the judge has no jurisdiction in that because the, the judge was not affected by this person. Their lives are not ruined by this person. So I think we should turn it around and be like, victims, hey, what do you think should happen to this fucker? Yeah, that would be good, too. Because then if they're like, I want him to be suffering, I want him to live for, like for the rest of his life behind bars, no chance of parole, nothing. Like, you stay there, you're a prisoner, you can't leave. That's on them. Then they can be, they can live with the fact that they mm -hmm. put somebody in prison. But if they're, on the other hand, you killed 300 people. Fuck you. Die. I want to see pain in your eyes. And they can choose how they die, too. Yeah. See, that would be good. See, that, that's, that, I think that's how it should run. But it's never going to because, I mean, who are we? No, because the world is ran by other All right. People. So, last but not least, we have number 10. And this one is another notorious dude. His name is Richard Ramirez. Hey, I think this is who I think it is. Richard Ramirez was responsible for terrorizing the people of Los Angeles for over a year in the 1980s. 80s. 80s. Hey. 70s and 80s. He would break into people's homes and murder whoever was living there, sometimes raping them as well. He oh, did no. not pick his victims. Whoever was in the house that he broke into would be killed. 
He used multiple weapons, ranging from guns to knives, and never expressed any regret for committing such crimes. He died in jail before being executed. Died in jail from someone, or? I think he was attacked. Like, he, this is another one that got attacked, but I don't have the details. Um, Richard Ramirez, I don't know a lot about, but I just remember the, how they caught him was somebody started chasing him down the street, and then all of a sudden, everybody in the neighborhood were flooding, and they caught him and started beating the shit out of him. And when the police arrived, he was begging them to arrest him because he was like, I'm getting murdered out here. Like, come. He murdered. Like, I don't understand. Anyway, that's just how he got caught. And so this fucker, he... Everybody... I don't know how to construct my sentences because it's frustrating. Every woman he had a lot of women who were very interested in him and would write to him and they were in love with him and i'm like this guy is not a cute kid uh, do you know what richard ramirez looks like no i see i thought richard ramirez was the one that he was the guy that was killing serial killers oh I no i thought that was him. Uh, to me uh i mean i guess he can look okay but eh I mean, I can see it. He's got the long hair. He's got that bad boy look. I can see that. So the thing that pisses me off the most is when he was in prison, like when he was doing his trials, he drew like pentagrams on his hand and he was like, worship Satan, Satan this, Satan that. I can see that. But anyway, and his teeth were fucked up. Wait, we have to see his teeth. This is back in 1980s, babe. Teeth. Teeth. Oh, here we go. That's what his teeth look like, babe. Oh jeez! Oh, like yeah. he looks scary there. Like that's probably after maybe. Well, he was getting beat by the whole. No, that's just how his teeth were because the one of the ways they were trying to catch him. So he left a shoe print at one of the places that he went and murdered, raped somebody, and so then he the same shoe print was found like somewhere near a dentist's office, and the. Like, in the shoe was very limited. There were not a lot of copies made or whatever. And so they went to this dentist's office and like, okay, when he comes back, because he had like a lot of dental issues and so they had to do surgery or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to go back. And the doctor's office is like, sure, whatever, come in. And so they set up all this like this trap for Richard Ramirez. And it was perfect and the they had a button that they would push and the police were outside but the button like was faulty it didn't hit so mm. this person was pushing it and they're like richard ramirez is here he's like on the chair like mm. come and get him they never showed up and so richard ramirez left and they showed up at the end of the day or something he never showed up and they're like no we were pushing the fucking button where were you and wow and so they were so close and it was just so frustrating that he got away and they could have caught him and then he kept on killing and murdering people and they were like well you could have stopped it should have had a better button all right so that's our topic for the day love that topic i love interesting conversations about serial killers because damn they crazy indeed well uh... let's do our spiel and before we tell us, well, actually, we have to do our movie. Yeah, we need to do the movie. So we always forget. I do. I'm sorry. I said we always. Forget. Um. So my movie for next time is another favorite. One of my favorites, Venom. You can watch it on Hulu as well as Disney Plus. And my topic is, what would you rather throw away, love or money? 
Interesting. Ooh, love of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for that. That's a good topic. Okay, so next time, folks, please tune in. Make sure you watch Venom. Get prepped and ready for our conversation about love or money. And you know what to do. You can write into us at infothenight69 at gmail.com or go to our website, infothenightpodcast.com. And you can go there. You can contact us there. You can go to the contact section. You can also look at our lovely merch at least just go look at it you know what just like take a look and if you like take something, a ganda take a ganda and if you like something purchase it if not totally fine but just like a look at it because i worked hard on stuff um <laughs> and then if you are so inclined and you love us so so much we do have our patreon page up please if you feel like it donate to us we will appreciate it and we will feed our dogs treats because their treats are expensive because we have to be picky and choosy, and I find it... Well, I don't want them to die at a young age, so we get them, not like the super expensive stuff, but it's super expensive. fairly good stuff that they're not going to get sick on. And they love treats. So if you feel like you want to give a treat to a dog, definitely do that, and we can definitely videotape giving treats to these dogs. So that's that's it, folks. I, we hope that we gave you a reason to stay in for the night. And it was a little long, but hopefully enjoyable. And until next time, my peeps, peace out.